Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Cheers, everybody. We are back for another edition of Bourbon on a Budget. Myself, TJ Pittenger, Brendan Sinone, and Ben Cock. It's Derby Week. Gentlemen, how are you? I'm sorry. Did I say something funny, Ben? Doing great. <laughs> I'm, making, I'm making a blend right now, and um, this is organic. This is happening all in front of our listeners and viewers' faces right now. And ears. Um, mm-hmm. if they're not tuned in watching, I should have started off with, and they're off. Like I kind of missed oh, the Kentucky that, Derby, but, uh, but yeah. uh, it is Derby week. We and they're are off. <laughs> <laughs> that could not have been any better. So we are talking about Woodford reserve this week, the Woodford reserve distillery, because it is Derby week, the history of Woodford reserve and the Kentucky Derby. We are, is anybody else? Am I the only one doing this? Anybody else drinking a mint julep tonight? Am I the only one? On Cheers, this baby. Mint julep. Let's I don't, go. I don't, I don't do mint julep after a certain experience that we'll get into. Oh, at we'll down, so, yeah. yeah, My garnish and everything. Look, I got this. I can't wait to talk about this in the pursuits and purchases, but if you Google uh, Kentucky Derby Woodford reserve mint julep, this is the, glass so anyway mm. feel super fancy with this uh but cheers to you guys that's what we're drinking today what are you drinking brendan uh so i just took we're good spoiler alert going to go through the woodford reserve line because it is kentucky derby day mm-hmm. i just spread all of them into one glass so this is uh, five different bourbons one glass it's a mixture we'll get into all of them i have to say the initial uh, nose here is pretty spectacular i'm very Not excited about that this. a suicide as kids yeah, when you'd go yeah. up to the Coke machine. The, the soda and- machine, yes. I used yeah. to always do mine at a Boston Market, which is like that was the place to do that. <laughs> Boston Market. <It's> very random. <laughs> um, random restaurants with, with Brendan. Um, so we are excited to be with you guys. Hey, if you're watching this right now, if you're listening, if you could give us a thumbs up on YouTube or subscribe on iTunes, maybe hit the five-star review. We really like those. And then interact with us on social media. We're having a good time. The only people that or the only person that you guys really seem to care about on social media has been, which is cool, but uh, we really enjoy the social media interaction and uh, you know, you can follow us everywhere. Bourbon on a budget and uh, Ben will answer your questions. Um, he's the least social media person, all, like the least tech savvy social media person on here. And all anybody wants to do is talk to Ben. So this, we, this has completely changed in the last 10 minutes since this happened. TJ's mood has gone from happy go lucky to, <laughs> I'm a little, a little embittered. Yeah, a little I, embittered. Definitely. Yeah. I spent years on this stupid social media game, and Ben pops up in like a month and a half, and like the people love him more. So yeah, well, I'm very, say you're, you're you're trying too hard. Ben just doesn't care about it, and he's new. And you know what? Yeah, give it time, buddy. And eventually, Ben yeah, will be all new. So he'll be circling back to old faithful. That's you. Yeah. Go ahead. Um. So let's. John, I don't want to talk about that anymore. It's very upsetting to me. Let's jump into the derby. Uh, Derby will be this Saturday, May 1st. So hopefully you guys enjoy that. Uh, The first, obviously, of three races, the Triple Crown. And sponsored and brought to you by 
Woodford Reserve. So Woodford Reserve's partnership with the Derby has gone for several years. I was telling you guys about something else off the show, but did you know that Woodford Reserve replaced Yum, Y-U-M, as the presenting sponsor of the U.S. horse race in 2018? Um, so Woodford Reserve replaced Yum Brands, which is the parent company of KFC, Pizza Hut, and Taco Bell, and was the first ever presenting sponsor of the Thoroughbred Horse Race. Um, Woodford Reserve, though, has had a partnership and a relationship with the Derby for several years. They have, for 21 years now, released a bottle that is specific to the Kentucky Derby. They released their 21st uh, bottle of it this year. Um, I'm sorry, their 22nd bottle of it this year for the 147th running of the Kentucky Derby. So there has been a partnership for the last 20 or so plus years. Um, but if you want to know why Woodford Reserve is the official bourbon of the Kentucky Derby, it's because they paid the most. It, five years ago, it was sponsored by, and uh, the official mint julep was made with uh, Brown Foreman's Old Forester. So if you want this big grand story of why Kentucky, the Kentucky Derby is brought to you by Woodford Reserve, it's just because they pony up, no pun intended. <laughs> um, is that how sponsorships usually work? Like mm -hmm. pay? Well, here's what I was thinking. Oldest horse route. Like I was thinking that maybe there was like some kind of longstanding cool relationship that happened where Woodford had been around for 147 runnings of this race, right? Like maybe the master distiller back then uh, had a horse. They let him in the ray. I don't know. Like I was hoping there was a cool story behind it. It wasn't. It's just marketing and like everything else, like bourbon and everything else that we do. It just, they pay the most money for it. So uh, poor, sweet, naive TJ. Yeah. Ben, what do you think about your uh, mid julep? Have you had any yet? Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> it's a little watered down. I made it a little bit <laughs> earlier. It's been opening up for six hours. <laughs> Brendan, speaking of mid juleps, while I go in to taste mine so I can tell people about how great my uh, bartending skills are, tell us about your – because it's Derby Week. Yeah, uh, yeah. Tell us about your uh, – mint julep issues so yeah mint julep um so mint julep for people that don't know is a mixed drink it's got mint in it right and it's got bourbon does it have anything else in it tj other than ice simple syrup or simple syrup sugar. so okay so very sweet i think this is an important part of the story uh this was in 2016 so i guess woodford was not being served at churchill downs but I went up to cover an FSU football game, which was my first year at 24-7 Sports. And so my first road trip with Christopher Knee, we roomed together. We went up. We drove up together. It was a hellish ride there, even worse back, a long trip from Tallahassee to Louisville. Anyways, we get there on Friday. We said we're going to blow off some steam. Our hotel is in walking distance to Churchill Downs, so we go to Churchill Downs. Uh, watch some, some races on a Friday afternoon. I'm not really into bourbon all that much at this point in my life. It's kind of a miracle that I'm into it now, given this experience. I went a little heavy on the mint juleps uh, at Churchill Downs. I uh, probably like four or five of them in like maybe three or four hours. So they're not like a crazy amount, but definitely a high end amount. The issue that I had, fellas, was that later then we went to a pizza restaurant and I switched to Miller Lite. And then went back to bourbon. 
And uh, the story ends the next day with Chris Knee having to jump the curve uh, on the way to uh, the Louisville game with me uh, throwing up outside the uh, the uh, the stadium there. So sounds like mint, quite the experience. Yeah, just be careful, kids. That those mint juleps will uh, will sneak up on you because of the the sugar or the uh, the syrup that TJ mentioned. It, it, the body's going to metabolize that a little differently. So be careful. Well, what I will say about the mint julep, and we'll talk about this official cup that I have here in a moment. And I hope you guys like my garnish for those that are watching and can see that. What I will say about this is we did the water ice and neat episode a few weeks ago. It's super easy to drink because it's freezing cold. The cup is, um, hence the issue with yeah. the 2016 trip. Very yeah. easy to drink. Very easy to drink. Got that little splash. I didn't do much, but I did a splash of simple syrup that again, cuts it down a, a tad more. And then the mint is super refreshing. Like, I'm sitting here kind of thirsty and drinking this a little too quickly because the mint is really, really refreshing. So, but it's did, enjoyable. Did you muddle it? Sorry, did you muddle the mint or did you like what you did? To, I did. Um... Check it out. Like I beat the heck out of it. Right. 498 nice. at Publix today. Um, so, yeah. And I got, I have some good ice. I don't have like the shaved ice like that you really have because like we don't, we don't make that kind of money in this Pittenger house here. But uh, I did get some ice from Publix today so that it wasn't just like my crappy fridge ice. Um, so anyway, yeah, it's a good, but it's good. It's a good drink. I could see on a hot summer's day, first of May, I could see down in quite a few of these um, because they're pretty refreshing. So anyway, well, that's sad to hear about Brendan's experience. Hopefully my experience tonight is, uh, is nothing like that. <laughs> um, Let's talk about Woodford Reserve, though. We talked about the Derby a little bit. We talked about mint juleps. Let's talk. It's kind of a distillery series here um, that we're on. So let's talk about Woodford Reserve a little bit. Brendan, you starting us off here? Yeah, I'll just do some of the history really quickly of Woodford Reserve Distillery. I actually got to go to it in 2018. Uh, I was more responsible on this trip up. You know, you get a little bit older and whatnot. Uh, it's a really cool distillery tour. Uh, you only get to sample the Woodford Reserve and the Woodford Double Oaked at the end. Uh, so not as like in depth as other ones, but it's a beautiful premises. Uh, it's actually, I'll get into this, but it's a natural historic land site. It's, uh, it's, it's registered as such. So, uh, it's kind of, it's been around a while. It's got a little history. So, uh, the Woodford reserve distillery is located in Woodford County, Kentucky, Woodford, uh, Woodford County. It's owned by Brown Foreman. That's the same people who do old Forrester. Uh, the site of the Woodford reserve distillery has been around since the 1800s. It hasn't been continually operating, uh, from that entire standpoint, but I think since like 1838, it's been been around and, and up and moving. Um, so a good chunk of time, and like I said, it is registered registered as a national historic landmark. Uh, it was also known as Old Oscar Pepper Distillery. So Pepper, if you can actually see above me, there's a, a rebranding of James E. Pepper Rye. I think that they're related to uh, to the Peppers. Is kind of a big name in in bourbon uh, in Kentucky. Uh, later, it was a Labor and Graham Distillery. Brown Foreman purchased. Uh, this back in 1941. Uh, it operated it until the 1960s, sold the property, and it's it's located like a, in horse country. It's really pretty. Uh, and it, it, it sold all this acreage to a local farmer, brought it back, and repurchased it back in 1993, uh, refurbished it, and turned it into the Woodford Reserve brand back in, let's see, 1996. So uh, became Woodford Reserve in 1996. It's been there since. That's all I have. That's the history of Woodford Reserve. Did you want more? No, no, I think that's good. Before we get into too much more, I want to show you guys this. What are you guys drinking out of? Because we've got a little uh, Woodford Reserve lineup. What are you guys drinking out of? 
Can I show you mine? Uh, it's a. Um, yeah, I'll show you mine if you show me yours. <laughs> Mine's bigger. <laughs> it's inappropriate. Uh, bourbon on a budget, Glen Karen. How about that? I got a bunch of them at my house now, and I'm super Let's stoked. Go. Me having six Glen Karens at the house, plus the other two I already had, probably not great, but you know, what are you going to do? So we have a bourbon on a budget, Glen Karen, um, for you guys to go check out. We have a deal going on right now. If you go to big3rollup.com, that's big, the number three, rollup.com. Right on the front page, you'll see merchandise. There are our Glen Karen glasses. We have a deal going right now. They're one for uh, – they're, they're 20 bucks each. You got to buy two, though, because shipping is not cost-effective if you only buy one. Plus, you shouldn't be drinking alone. You should be sharing with a friend. If you buy two, it's – uh, 40 bucks. If you buy four, it's 80 bucks, but we give you two more for free. So you get six total. Every glass you get um, an entry into win a bottle of Stag Jr. So kind of fun. Big3rollup.com. Uh, right on the front page again is the merchandise, and you will see our Glen Karen glasses. You can pay through PayPal, uh, Apple Pay. You can put a credit card in, whatever you want. They are $20 each. Again, minimum two. And you um, get two for free if you buy four. So you get the whole set at six if you buy four. Um, we, we, real quick, we've done an episode on the on different drinking glasses and, and whatnot. We obviously want you guys to purchase you know, the bourbon on a budget Glencairns, but if you're getting into bourbon, if you're getting into whiskey at all, any type, uh, Glencairns the way to go. So we want you to be ours, but even if it's not, Glencairn, highly recommended because you're able to get more it helps eliminate some of the alcohol burn. You're able to actually get inside and get get some of these flavors in the glass. So Glencairn, way to go. But if you're going to buy one, make a bourbon on a budget. I will say, yeah, ours are a little bit pricey. I'm not really hiding behind that, but they're they're expensive to engrave. So we're mm -hmm. kind of just yeah. passing that uh, that uh, on to you guys so that you uh, you know can help cover. They're cool. The they're, cool they're cool. They're cool looking, man. I like them. They're snazzy. They're nice. Makes my bourbon taste better. Ben definitely thought so. Ben's on mute and he keeps trying to butt in, but that's not happening. So Ben definitely thought so when he was, uh, you know, when he was like reading Old Tub, like a nine out of ten. He's like, oh, this Glencairn, it's amazing. Old Tub, it's better than George. It wasn't Tuck. a nine out of ten. <laughs> Relax. It's like 9.2. Um, so we are going to get into some different tastings. And now I've mixed up my glasses, so I'm going to do something uh -oh. around here. Ben, take us through a quick lineup of – the Woodford Reserve lineup. Lineup. <laughs> that too. Yeah. I knew yeah, yeah. As soon as he started lineup, I, I didn't know where that no, word was. Nowhere to go. You go and line up. Double lineup. Well, okay. Up just so, talking. Words come out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tonight we got five whiskeys that are gonna be trying. We're gonna start off number one. OG. OG Woodford Reserve debuted in 1996. Um, actually all of these bourbons or these whiskeys we're going to talk about tonight are all 90.4 proof. Um, and so then, sorry, with the Woodford, it has, uh, age six, seven years. It's a high rye mash bill. So it's 72% corn, 18% rye and 10% malted barley. Uh, then in 2012, they debuted Woodford Reserve double oaked. And what they did is they took the same mash bill from the original Woodford and then they, brought in a second barreling process, which involved a highly toasted uh, and then charred uh, new oak barrel, and they rebarreled it for nine months. So it could have been one of the more early releases of like a toasted barrel finish, which is pretty cool. In 2015, they came out with a 
straight rye whiskey, meaning it was about 50% rye and then a little less on the barley and corn. Uh, and then the, the last three that we're going to talk about are all about 50%, whatever it is, and then a, a mix of the other two. Uh, then they came out with a malted barley uh, whiskey. So it's not a bourbon. This is a, a malted whiskey uh, in 2018. And then in 2020, they came out with a weeded whiskey, which is actually a four grain whiskey, which is a lot of uh, the trend right now. So it has all of the, the grains. So it's corn, rye, malted barley, uh, and wheat. So it'd be a little bit more than 50% wheat. Um, and that's most of the stuff that is in their highly available line. The weeded is a little more hard to find than these other uh, whiskeys, just because I think it's a newer product. But uh, they're all pretty much available in stores. So go grab one. They're easy to find. Nothing's very difficult to find. Sometimes you can find really good deals on things. I have a liter of the um, double oaked that I got, Ben got for me at Costco. I think this was 61 bucks, if I remember correctly. Yeah, and yeah. it's typically like 56, 57 for a 750. So a couple bucks more for a full liter at Costco. We've talked about Costco having some pretty good liquor deals if you uh, can get in there and shop around there uh, from time to time. So what we're going to do now. We're not doing a full King of the Hill. We're going to put that segment on pause. We started that last week. Um, Old Forester 1920 knocked off the first challenger, which was Old Forester 100. Not necessarily a full, uh, a, uh, a fair fight. It's like bringing a knife to a gunfight, uh, as the kids say these days. Um, I don't even know if you're allowed to say that anymore. So I don't, uh, think, I don't think the kids say that. It was like a one versus – I wouldn't say 16. That's not fair going back to the NCAA tournament. Like a one versus, one versus eight, eight maybe. Yeah, one yeah. versus eight, one versus nine. Like that second yeah. matchup where mm -hmm. you know, you've got a shot, but you got to like bring your absolute A game, and the A game was not brought. The, the D game <laughs> was brought. Ben goes, mm, like he was, <laughs> like he was yeah. grasping it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, he had a clue. But anyway, no so idea. super easy to find. But we're not doing King of the Hill. Uh, we're putting that on pause. Um, Old Forester 1920 will be back next week to defend its spot as our king of the hill. Um, but what we are going to do is we're going to taste, talk about drinking a mint julep and then drinking five different bourbons and then reviewing something else in a minute. We're going to taste all five of the things in their line. I almost said lineups in their lineup. <laughs> um, we're going to taste all five of the things in their regular lineup. And we're gonna we're just gonna put them in in like a in an order, right? Like yeah, chronological it, one through five, whatever, right? We're gonna put yeah. them in a line. Yeah, right. we're gonna line them up. We're gonna line them up in a line. Lineup of we're yeah, gonna whatever. line up our opinions on these. I don't think it's chronological though. I don't think you'd say that. Like chronological has to do with time, not raining. Okay, Mister Lineup, just get going <laughs> with this. <laughs> you literally get paid to write for a living. I don't. <laughs> for those that can't see, he's doing the. The uh, what do you ah, ah, think? He's doing the thing where you wave. Hand wave. Ah. All right, so we'll start off with regular Woodford Reserve. Let's jump into that first. Uh, some quick thoughts, and then we'll move on. Ben, you can pick the second one that we drink, but I'm picking the the OG here, the regular Woodford Reserve MSRP thirty bucks, ninety point four proof. That we talked about. Yeah, straightforward, <laughs> average, average. 
very it, average is what you're going with, right? It's it's yeah. bourbon. Like this is just quintessential bourbon. Think about yeah. Ben, real quick. Three three flavors that you think of when you think of bourbon. Name them real quick off the top of your head. Don't think. Don't think. Vanilla, oak, honey. Okay, well, that this hits all three of those. Uh, cherry is what I would go with too with with uh, bourbon typically, and a little bit of cherry, but vanilla, oak, honey are probably the three big flavors in this one. Yeah, really good. What's next, Ben? Where are we going after Woodford? Ooh, my baby, the rye. Ooh, I never... Look at this. So this is a what, 0.375. I got an ABC. It was uh, uh, holding up. So the little guy. I've done some work on this in like two weeks. Uh, this was after the rye episode where you guys got me kind of kind of into the rye with the high west one. Uh, this is a far lower rye mash bill, as Ben said. 51 isn't yeah. awesome. I got that 0.375 on clearance for $12. So I can get two of them. That's like a $24 bottle of rye. Yeah, um, that's really and, good. Really yeah. Good. I, I think the low rye on this, like the low rye mash bill, for me, who's someone kind of new into rye, makes it really accessible. Uh, but like the vanilla notes on this come out with mm. that, like that rye crispiness. The this, mint, there's just some mint mm, in there as well. Right. I just, and I, and my palate is like looking for mint right now because I just yeah. had that mint julep, but it's also kind of tough to drink some of these right. great bourbons right now because I just had an icy, sweet, yeah. minty, you know, easy to drink drink. And I'm going back to bourbon. So the, the regular Woodford wasn't anything like, I'm like, oh, this is amazing. But this rye is really good. Like, I've got the yeah. whole lineup here. Like, I'm looking at every single bottle except for the rye that bring me the sample. I think I'm probably going to go get the rye now. Like, the this rye, rye is, is solid. The rye, rye is, is really good. Way and better. What, and what would that be? $30 normal for a regular 0.75, right? So, about mm -hmm. the same as the other. So, I mean, you guys the know about money, more. Same more, money I'm buying the rye all day. Right. And so, all you guys day. know about rye more than I do. Um, $30 for a good bottle of, of standard rye. Like, that seems mm -hmm. about on point. Yeah, that's good. It seems right in the same wheelhouse as um, we did double rye a couple of weeks ago. Really, really good rye. I put it up against that. I'd put it right there with the uh, with the regular Michter's rye. Although Michter's rye is going to be a tad more expensive. It's going to be like forty two to forty three dollars. Um, it's right there with Ben and I love the baby Sazerac rye, um, which is really tough to to get and find. But it's right in there with that category. So like. Of your really good rise that we like, and maybe that's a good like, maybe those four would be a really really good like, you know, tournament. Remember we did the tournament for for March Madness, and we had like a, a really heavyweight and then a really mm -hmm. low down old tub, and we kind of knew that EHT yeah. was probably going to win. Those would be four pretty comparable rise that. But mm -hmm. anyway, I put this in that category. Like it's just as yeah. good as those. You know, and can't forget old hunter rye either. Uh, and TJ, have you tried the Elijah the Elijah Craig rye? I asked because both of those are low rye, low rye rise. I uh, haven't opened. Like, okay, haven't opened it. Haven't opened. I got it. the Elijah Craig rye and Wild Turkey one one rye. This right, is hey, not pursuits and purchases. Hey, calm. Hey, calm down, everyone. This All is right, not pursuits and purchases. TJ, get this I, under control. Ben's I, derailing us. Yeah. Order in the court. Um, yeah. You ever seen the Three Stooges disorder in the court? Oh God, you're just you're both derailing us. I'm supposed to be the derailing one. What's happening right now? The rye is really good. Like <laughs> it jumps up. We're gonna rate them sports. here. Have yeah. <laughs> you guys heard of Derek Fisher? Uh, we're gonna rate these in just a little while, but the rye jumps ahead of the regular for me immediately. Oh, right? easily, like not even not close. close. The regular's not bad. Like I don't, you know, it's just an it's just your average classic bourbon, classed up a little bit. I believe mm -hmm. a wise man once said. But the rye is very, very good. I'm gonna take one more step before we go on to the next one. What's after the rye, Brandon? Ooh, I'm going to go with 
I'm gonna ruin everyone's night right now. Malt. The malt. The malt. <laughs> oh, no. No. Oh, man. The, the malt. So I got the full bottle of the malt a year ago because I thought it was really interesting. You don't see a lot of American. You do single malts, but oh, TJ's got it too. Um, I got Brendan. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Here we go. Have you made more progress on a malt in the past year or the rye in the past week? Oh, exactly. Not- I mean, is, that a, exactly. <laughs> is that a liter or is that a 750 as that's, well? That's 750. This is 0.75 or 0.35 or 3.75. Jesus. Um, ben, tell us about the malt again. Malt, it's uh it's, it's a malted whiskey. It's uh it's malt, it's malted barley forward with like just over 50% malt. Um and so then a lot of corn, right? Isn't it like 47% corn? Or it, so it's almost it's only like two percent rye. It's really weird. It's a really weird bash bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's super. So, what that ends up doing is making it pretty funky. So, let's dive into this. It's funky. I would agree. It's funky. Um, the nose like is a- weird. Um, yeah, what does it smell like, TJ? It, it smells it's like it a is barn. Funky. It smells like it a is. barn. It smells like a horse feed. Definitely, yes. Definitely yeah. yeah. Like, like not hay. a bat. Not like, yeah, not like poop. Not like manure. No. But like, no. a, like a, not yeah, like, like, a, like, a, like when you pull <laughs> up, when you, when you go to like a, a barn, like, and you, you smell to, that. You know why it is because they feed. Like, so I used to work at a feed store. They like the animal. This is essentially what they feed the animals without the alcohol. Like the malted, the malt, like yeah. the barley, and yeah, like that's. But like it, it's animal pelletized feed is what it smells like to me. So it's got yeah. that, and it's not unpleasant. It's just weird as as unappetizing as TJ made that sound. It, it's not bad, but he is correct. It smells just like you go to like a like a petting zoo, like at a fair or something. It smells like that area of it. Um. But also like a little a little chocolatey note too, so a little sweetness in addition to the weird uh, farm quality of this. The taste though, to me, not quite as. Um, I'm curious to get your guys' thoughts. Not quite as dramatic. Not quite as strange. Still different, but but the nose hits me as more of a an oddity than than this taste. The taste tastes just more like a craft bourbon, basically. See, I think the taste goes right along with the nose. Like everything I get off the nose, I I get coming through on the taste as well i get that funkiness on the back end I, you know it's not it's not bad by any means but it is definitely funky like it's not unpleasant like i'm not grossed out by it um but yeah like it's not great it's, it's just it's, not something i would reach for as i've seen i've had this bottle for a year yeah it's just not it's not bad it's just not something like you have to be really in the mood for it and i just don't know when you're ever going to be in the mood for uh, animal feed to me when i have people over and they've never tried something like this i pour a little bit so they can <laughs> just so you get rid of it that's that's the only reason you're pouring that so, you get so, they can, so that i keep them from buying a bottle of it without yeah. trying things first you know like it's the funkiest bottle that i have of anything right uh that malt whiskey is just wild it tastes like so we talked about craft beer and stuff like if you're into craft beer and you like have some of those wild farm ales, those saisons and stuff, they're their own category and they're the biggest category because like an IPA is mostly like hops, right? A stout is going to be mostly multi barley. Like you know, it's just the other side. But those saison, like this is a saison. Like this is wild and crazy and farmhousey and I don't know Ben. What yes. do you think? Would you ever drink this? Like no. <laughs> he definitely wouldn't buy a full bottle of it like we did, oh, TJ. This is not for me. So I was going. Why did you buy your bottle? Just to try something new? 
I'll tell you my story here. Try something new, and also this is gonna sound so stupid. I thought the yeah. blue on it looked cooler than the red and the green and yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. the red. The blue, the like blue that. got me too. Um, but also, I will say I really like American whiskeys, like single malt whiskeys. Um, I got a uh, straight malt from Spirit Hound in Colorado. I got one from Alabama that's really good. I, so I like them. They're a little funkier, a little different. I, I typically like. Uh, Stranahan's is another one from Colorado that I really like American whiskey. So that's another reason why I went for the, the maltiness of it. it. Just didn't, it didn't land for me. What about you, TJ? Why did, why did you get suckered into this uh, feed, this horse feed? I was going to an event where I didn't have to pay for the liquor. Like I was using a company card oh. and I was like, Oh, I'll try this. this. Is yeah. It's something new. Well, I had a budget that I had to stay within. Like I, you know, I couldn't just be like, oh, I'll take, you know, that Angel's Envy finished <laughs> casturing, you know, like, so I was like, oh, that sounds different. Like that sounds mm -hmm. good. I like, I have the double oak, so I'll try this. It was early in the bourbon right. uh, experience. So bought it, took it to the event. Not very much got drank. The event ended and they said, Oh, you can just take that home with if you want. And I was like, Oh, I don't want it. No, I didn't try it there. Like, I was working the event. Like, I wasn't, I was like, Oh, cool. Like, I got a whole bottle basically. So, anyway, I came home and I'm like, That's why I was able to take that out. So, anyway, yeah, I should have gone with something else. All right. Um, where are we going next? Wheat or double oaked? Let's go wheat. Let's say the double oak for, for last because it's the most expensive. I did go back to the Woodford yep. Reserve just to kind of cleanse the palate a little bit as much as I could after that funky malt. I don't want to interfere with the, the wheat here. Water crackers. Oh, uh, good idea. I was looking. We have saltine crackers that I like to have in between our recordings because yep. uh, it doesn't really mess up the palate. We are yep. out of saltine crackers. So someone's got an empty tum-tum. That's definitely the title. The title is Someone's Got an Empty Tum Tum. <laughs> uh, ben, talk to us about this weeded bourbon. Or yeah. weeded whiskey. It's not a bourbon, is it? Mm, it's a weeded whiskey. So you can have weeded bourbons, um, which where they add wheat to the at least 51% corn. So this is a weeded whiskey. So this is, you know, a wheat whiskey. Uh, four grain. And it it drinks pretty good. I, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm enjoying this better than I thought because I usually shy away from weeded bourbons. And so the thought of just having a lot more of wheat was a little off-putting, but this is enjoyable. I would say this is right now, this is two, this is two on my, I'm out of my four, right? This beats out. It, it's a little more adventurous than the regular Woodford. Not as good as the rye. Definitely better than the malted, but mm -hmm. you know, that's, I'm that's right surprise. there with you. I'm right so, there with you. Right now, it's a little more fun to drink. I'll take it. But again, I think it's a harder one to find. It's not super hard to find, though. Like, I found it most places that... ABC, like right now? Uh, you can. It, I mean, that's where is, I got it from. Like, It is ago. accessible. Right. Like, you can go and find it probably after, like, three or four stores, typically. Um, and okay. like I don't know if it was, like, a uh, like a 1792 sweet wheat kind of thing. No, it's not no. quite to that extent. Okay. Uh, okay. You, you can find it if you do a little bit of looking. It may not be as... It's not, obviously, going to be, like, the Woodford, man, where it's going to be in every single store. Right. Or the ride's going to be in most stores, but it's going to be more in, the like, the, the single malt one, too, where, like, those are going to be in, like, kind okay. of maybe every other... What I'll say is I know it's 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 a lot to ask somebody to go out and spend, you know, what, three different bot four different bottles here that are 30 bucks each, and then your double oak's gonna be even if you went and got the small one, that's like 27. So you're you're asking somebody to spend 150 dollars. 
which is a lot. So I'm not asking anybody to go do it. But if you have a couple of buddies, not the worst idea to have everybody go out and grab one of these bottles if you had mm -hmm. four or five buddies. Because it is neat getting to go back and forth. And you kind of get the same flavor profiles, but you get you get more spice in the rye. You get the yeah. funk in the malt, which again, I, sorry to the guy that has to buy the malt. But uh, you know, the wheat is really, really good. One characteristic we've talked about with weeded stuff or stuff that's got a high wheat in the mash bill is it it almost takes on that pancake, um, that wheaty, bready flavor. And so the sweetness from the corn almost gives you the syrup. And I don't know, every time I Ben said it one time when we were drinking Maker's Cast Strength at his house, but anything weeded kind of gives me like the the pancake vibe. And I pancake. get that off this. I get the sweetness, no. I get the breadiness, it's like a sweet. And if you don't like the pancake, uh, you know, comparison here, like just a sweet bread, you know, would, would maybe be a, a way to put yeah. that if you're not getting the syrup syrup on it. But man, that sweet, bready, weedy um, flavor is really, really good on this. I think I like the rye more, but I, I'm telling you, if we just did these two and put them head to head, like this wheat's really good, really easy to drink. Yeah. Very inviting. Draws me back for more. Uh, it, I don't have it's at a disadvantage thing. though, isn't it? Like that it's behind the malt and the rye. Like I feel like our palates are kind of getting blown a little bit too. The fact that it goes right after the, the malt doesn't help it. I think um, it's an advantage that we went after the malt. Like, uh, maybe. Yeah. Coming, off, I, coming off of that to something that's palatable. I mean, not, you know, whatever. But. I, I will be transparent. I did try to stack the deck a little bit when you guys had me pick. I went malt because I knew that we would think it was weird. And uh, that's I your special. wanted yeah, – it's true. <laughs> I want awkward and weird. I want to make sure that we gave the wheat as fair of a chance as possible, given that it wasn't first up in the lineup. I like the right. wheat a lot. I'm with you, Ben. This is number two for me. In addition to that nice pancakey vibe that, that TJ's alluding to, which I certainly get, uh, a fruity, like jammy kind of quality, like like a strawberry mm. jam, raspberry jam, mm. or like, a, like a red jam. Uh, and we just had Jasmine bloom for the first time of the spring outside our house today. So I get this like floral, my mind wants to say Jasmine, but like honeysuckle, it's like this sweet floral note. This is really good. Yeah. I wish if this was like 50%, if this was a hundred proof or a little bit more, I think this would be an absolute banger. It's good. It's really good. I think it could be great if it was a little bit higher proof, but you I like just, it a lot. You should just proof it up a little bit. Just distill it a little bit and remove or just like, boil it. Just boil or yeah, it. I just some, put it in some water out of it. Well, there yeah. is Woodford uh, does have their their they have like a foolproof one they release every year sometimes, uh, but I think that would cut it a little bit. This is good though. Oh, easy to find, yeah. So, um, all right, let's move on to the final one that we've talked about: Woodford Double Oaked. Um, <laughs> the nose is so much. I'm sorry, the nose is so much different. It's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Ninety point four proof as well. Again, the only thing different between this and the regular is the time that it's spent in a second barrel, right? A little bit different. Yeah, and a, and a weirder barrel, agent. like like toasted instead of heavily charred. Heavily, heavily toasted and then charred. And so, TJ's, TJ's a TJ, TJ's a toasty yeah. fan too, right? We like big fiesta, big <laughs> toast fan. Although I don't get the toastiness on this as much as I just get like the straight sugar bomb. So. Mm. Um, I get a lot of sugar, a lot of sugar. I get raisin, like raisins, like dark, like the dark fruit. Yeah. Chocolatey, chocolate. Yeah, if in my nope, chocolate. Head, yeah, yeah, I would probably say like raisinets in a glass is probably okay <laughs> my approach here. In a Dude. glass, TJ Ben took it, not you. In a glass, baby, get out of here. How do I? How do I kick somebody out of my own chat? Um, no, but I, but I, Ben doesn't like this. Ben doesn't like double oak. A little too sweet for him. Yeah, it's really sweet. 
I don't know that it's like, I don't know that it's a dislike, right? But it's definitely like, or is it a dislike? I think it's just not a preference. It's not off-putting. Yeah, it's not off-putting. I respect the game on this one. It's just like, I'm not. So with Brown Foreman, right? You're either a 1910 or 1920 person. I'm 1920. 1910 is a great bottle. It's just, I like the 20 because it's a little spicier and has a little more robust, you know? kick to it it's better this it's is better. the 1910 of the double oaked you know double oak bottle and there's nothing like this is highly recommended for people who want like as little burn as possible if you have a it's like they love like if you have a, a drinker that just wants sweetness this is great for them this is like, a, it's like all sugar I, it's just it's expensive but it's a good entry level like if you can you know you're going yes. straight into just enjoying um, the bourbon, right? Like this was one of the first four we've talked about. If you go back and listen to the mm-hmm. introduction episode, uh, Ben brought this over um, when he came over to my house and, and I was trying bourbon kind of tasting and sipping for the first time. And it was very easy to drink, very approachable, very sweet after having um, those four bourbons were uh, high West American Prairie, Buffalo trace. Uh, I forget what the lot, what the third one was, but the fourth one was the Woodford reserve um, yeah. double oaked. And so, yeah, super sweet, super approachable, super easy to drink. Um, maybe a good, like I said, an entry level one. It's expensive, I, but a good entry level one. I, I have a, a perfect, yeah. like this is to me is a perfect, to TJ's point, a perfect gift bourbon. Um, yeah. I got uh, it for my dad. So someone like my dad is fairly new into bourbon. He likes like uh, Manhattans or old fashions. Just mm-hmm. started drinking it in the past year. Started getting yeah. into like drinking it uh, neat. And to me, like this was a perfect, like, okay, you you like Buffalo Trace, you like Basil Hayden's. Well, let's take it up a notch a little bit. This yeah. is it. Uh, my friend had his uh, brother-in-law over. His brother-in-law liked bourbon a lot. My friend, kind of into it, more of a beer guy, but can can deal with alcohol burn. I said, get wood for double oak. You both will enjoy it. I feel like this is one that's just going to be good for. I think everyone's going to be able to at least appreciate it. You may not love it. Like Ben doesn't love it, but you could at least find like the, this is nice. This is pleasant. This is pretty uh, to TJ's point. Like it's, it's $55. So it's not a, a, you have to get it for someone who, you know, likes bourbon, but if someone likes bourbon, they're almost going to not dislike this. If that makes sense. This is I can't agree more. This is a great gift bourbon. There's no one they're going to give us to even a beginner. That's going to be like, no, oh, this is terrible. Cause it's going to be sweet enough for someone to get into it but also respectable enough by anyone who currently drinks bourbon. So great gift bourbon if you want to spend the 60 bucks. Yeah. I think where do you rank it, Ben? Like I'll, Brendan, I'll go in just a second, but where do you rank it? Um, I'd probably put it to, I think it's probably above wheat for me just because there's extra time and effort into the bottle, but the rye is great. The rye is great. Rye is great for me, but. I'm doing an elimination process. So this is uh malt by gone, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the Woodford like reserve solid, fine, but not as interesting as these other three. Sure. Okay. So these are the final three for all three of us, right? Mm-hmm. We're all on, on the same page. Yes. Um, yeah, Ben, I think going like, yeah, the, the wheat's good, but I'm with you that the Woodford double oaked is more interesting than the the wheat so that oh, leaves yeah. rye and double oak uh, for me this is the final two rye here yeah i think i'm doing the same thing i mean and i think i'm going 
Rye won. Well, let me try him one more time. Really? That's that's crazy to me. Let me try it. Let me try it. You like toast and sweet. Well, I don't get a lot of. Do you get the toast off this? Way more. Yeah. Way more than than any of these other things, but not as much as like some of the other toasted finishes that we have. So think about think about going from a anything regular, so regular old Forster to toasted. It's the same mash bill. You're just you're just rebarreling it. So. Are we open to a 1A, 1B type of conversation? And if so, then no. do we start factoring no, the price? not okay. at all. all, right, all right. Not freaking at all. Are you kidding me? <laughs> well, I mean, there's one, one, is, one is almost twice as much as the other one. And for me, like this, this rye that I got, I'm pointing to the bottle that I have. Again, $12 for the 0.375. If I get two of them, that's $24 for yeah. a full size bottle. I mean, it'd, be I hard mean, to, it'd be hard to beat that. Um, but damn, excluding I mean. The, value, excluding value, though. It is amazing that the double oaked is okay, excluding value. Right. It is like what are you gonna grab? It is amazing to me that the double oaked is just what I would we say, Ben, nine months extra aging. Yeah, like that's yeah, yeah. nine months in like a heavy toasted, slight charred barrel. That's crazy. Like that's like not a, a huge amount of time for a bourbon. So like the Woodford Reserve that's, is six to seven months. So you're just like a little bit longer and it's giving it that level no, of no, complexity. No. Uh, Woodford six or seven years, yeah, and they barrel oh, finish for nine months, right. which I think barrel finishing is usually like months. months. It's not like, but it's it's years. just it's just a different barrel. It's like it's not like a did I say months? I'm sorry. So I meant so six to seven years for Woodford, and then nine months yeah, into the toasting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but it's not like a wine barrel or something crazy uh, flavor profile. Right. It's just, it's just, Extra toasty, um, mega toast. This is tough. I'm struggling. I'm gonna bow out for a second and kind of try to go over them. TJ, you've been been sampling them. What, do you have a winner? So everybody knows here that I am very partial to toasted finished things. You can see the mixtures behind me. Uh, I like the Elijah Craig toasted finish. I don't get the toast on this as much as I just get like a pure sweetness. Um, and and I like it. It's easy to drink. It's very approachable. Um, to me, I wouldn't have a 1A and a 1B. I'd have a 1 and a 2A and a 2B. Oh, I, my, oh God. my God. This is why we're not I doing got, A's and B's. You I got put the, a 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. I got the rye as 1. And I've got the wheat and the double oaked as like my 2A and 2B. Oh, wow. And I don't really know. I, I really like the wheat. I, you know, the double oaked is good. Super approachable. Super easy to drink. Yeah, I don't get the toast on it, and if I think about value at all, the fact that I'm spending twice as much for it is a little off-putting. Not great. The fact that I was able to get the liter for sixty-one dollars, still paying like fifty percent more for it, but a, a better price, no, no doubt. But um, yeah, no, I, I think the rye wins out on it. I, I, I think I think I'm going rye one, wheat two, double oak three, uh, regular. Four, Four and then malt malt seventeen. Um, <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I really like the wheat, and and that probably gets my second. I think the to me controversial take here, the wheat might be closer to the rye than the double is to the wheat. Uh, now that I'm saying that, like I might actually be coming off my one B and two B and all this other stuff. Like that wheat is really good, but ben, can anyway, you the double looks good too. In order. Maybe a three A and a three C. In a, in a 3B, maybe we should do that, you know? Well, so that, that does make... Instead of a 1 through 5, how about a 1A, 1B, 1C, 1B, yeah, 1B? Yeah, everyone gets a trophy. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I like 2021, that. 2021, baby. 
It's clear. Wanna, the rye, I'm baby. Gonna, we are now rye on a budget. All right. Oh, my God. Guys, turn. Go. Uh, ben, so what was your order, Ben? Rye uh, on I'm responsible rye income. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rye <laughs> uh, I'm rye first. I'm going rye, double, wheat. Gosh, I guess regular. And but it's a it's a distant fourth and fifth, right? Yeah, it has a drop. Yeah, 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 I mean, the regular there there is a vast difference between the regular Woodford mm-hmm. and the double oaked, um, and so yeah, I mean, regular is down at four, and then malt's five. Malt doesn't do much for me, mm-hmm. so that's my that's my order. All right, you guys want mine? No. Not really, but go ahead. I don't like here. No, it's okay. Keep going. <laughs> All right, so double oaked, right? Oh, oh, what did we do? It was a week ago, we did kind of the hey, here's the introduction to Ryan. I want to say Ben did something really cool afterwards. He sommelied me, is that right? Sommelier, you sommelier, sommelier, sommelier me. After we did the the high west, which is super high rye, that's like what 95 and 80 percent blend of of rye. Yeah, so Ben said, Hey, why'd you go? I he TJ had brought up a little single uh, sample of the it was the rare breed wild turkey rare breed rye, which Ben loves. We've documented this on the show. What's up? He told me to try it. And he said, "Now try to like pick apart some of the flavors. Like think about vanilla." And I got vanilla on it, but with that rye spice too. And I was like, "Okay." So since then, I've kind of started to try some rye because I saw that there was an interesting element of whiskey that I wasn't really getting myself into. I say all this to say I tried some rye. I was a fan of the Woodford rye. Now, after trying it with the other four in the lineup, I have to say Woodford rye is number one for me. This is it. I'm a rye guy. Let's now. Go. I, I, I think we've been converted a hundred percent. I am a rye guy now. This is really You're good. Brian Dime. Brian. 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 Brian guy. Brian guy. That was, Brian guy. It was right there for you in the lineup, and you just line up it. Line up. Oh, goodness. So is your lineup the same though? Rye, then double oak, then wheat. And wheat. Yep. And those are the, those, and I think you could make the argument for any of them. Like I think anyone can make a, a reasonable argument for any of those to be number one in that lineup uh, with the other two is pretty distant. But to me, the rye was just a little bit more complex. It was pretty interesting. So we're going to get a lot of feedback on the fact that we put rye above double oak, just like, you know. Uh, I would say people try the Woodford rye because I feel like that's not a, Correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but that's not like a super. When people talk about rye, they don't talk about the Woodford rye very often. I would say we need to do this against the Pikesville Old mm-hmm. Forester rye, which Pikesville you know, is super. I do like. I don't love like I haven't had a lot of experience in rye. Pikesville is one that I really like a lot. That's Heaven Hills version. Yeah. Of, of a we'll do a rye rye. Like there. Yeah. Okay, that's really super good and chocolatey and delicious. And it's expensive mm-hmm. though too, but it's really good. Yeah. So. What mm-hmm. I've done now that we've ranked ours, I've made a mix like Brendan did. This isn't an even mix, um, but I did suicide the end of these. I'm not drinking all this tonight. There's no way. Like after the mint. Oh, do it. Do uh, it. I, I want to get up tomorrow morning. and That's literally all so. malt. It's all malt. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I probably should have just left the malt out of it. But It's Brendan, delightful, isn't it, TJ? This is really good. Or no? No. Uh, uh, oh. Mine's pretty even a 50. Well, I was going to say 50 50. It's what, what's five divided by 20? 20. Okay. So the malt, the malt comes through, but it's a lot more tame because there's a lot of other stuff. Okay. 
that's wild because like now I'm getting the rye. Yeah, the sweetness from the double O, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, just, so it's, it's, it's all just, over the It's place. like a good bourbon to me. It's like, uh, honestly, it's like brown sugar and cherry. Yeah. and It's, it's like sweet and spicy bourbon. and funky and got a little bit of the wheat. So anyway, kind of crazy. Uh, we're going to wrap up with this. Let's get into some really quick uh, pursuits and purchases, um, register, trademark, copyright, all those things, patent pending. Um, I always forget that one. Brendan, you got anything for us this week on pursuits and purchases? All right. I have purchased two. Um, one, if I don't mention certain words on a podcast, another podcast I do, I don't even want to mention on this one. I don't want it to be any crossover. I'm going to get this one paid for. It is, I told you I'm turning into a bit of a, a bry guy, a rye guy. Um, this is barrel. So the, the barrel bourbon that does all the, the blending, mm -hmm. uh, they have a seagrass uh, rye basically. So I'm going to read this to you guys. So I got it on, uh, uh on a website. Uh, it was at a decent deal, no shipping costs. So it was like $80. It was a little expensive. I'm going to get this basically paid for if I don't mention these words for the remainder of the month. So I'm not going to mention them now. It is a blend of rye whiskeys distilled in Canada and Kentucky, which are finished separately mm -hmm. in three casks. Uh, Martinique rum, R H U M. Uh, Martinique, Malt, yeah. Martinique rum. Is that just like a normal? Is that a rum? Is that rum like the same kind of like? like it's a place. But rum, the R H U M, is that a, a yeah. rum? Okay, just spelled differently. C. <laughs> Malmsey Madeira, which is a wine, and apricot brandy. So it's finished in three different casks. It's bottled at cask strength at 118 proof. It was just released in March. The reviews on it so far early on here on Distiller are exquisite. Uh, it's like a 4.4 out of 5. It's considered mm -hmm. really top-notch stuff. So I get that later this week. And I also was at Costco this past weekend, and I got Alberta Cask Drink the Rye. So, again, I'm really diving into the rye here. It is a Canadian rye. Uh, it's 100% rye mash bill, and it is, I think, 66 proof. I tried it over the weekend, guys. It was... It had like that vanilla-y Canadian vibe to it, but that proof and the rye mash bill gave it a little bit of complexity. Mm. I will send that uh, to you guys in a little care package coming up. Oh, no, I can't mail it because that's illegal. TJ, I will drive it down to you sometime soon. It's 100% rye. Yep, 100% rye mash wow. bill. At, again, 66 proof. No, 66%. Ben's going to... Ben's going to take us home, um, but I'm going to tell you guys about mine first, and then I'll let Ben... Uh, wrap us up yeah. um i was at in preparation for this uh show i went to um abc and they were running a special these bottles are 30 dollars each but i picked up the regular woodford reserve and the weeded woodford reserve or the the kentucky straight wheat whiskey mm -hmm. they were 30 dollars each which would come out to 60 dollars. however they were on sale for three dollars off each and so what I was going to do is I was going to get a big weeded and a small Woodford Reserve, which was going to come out to um, the small one was 17 plus that would have been $47. So for like five more bucks, I got both because they were six bucks off. And I also got this Woodford Reserve glass because it came in a collector set. So my pursuit and purchases was wheeling and dealing at ABC. I walked out of there like I had just, you know, scored the Mona Lisa for like 20 bucks. Meanwhile, I got like six bucks off and felt amazing for it. Um, but really enjoyed getting both of those. Um, and that's all I've got. I've got some pursuits. I may pick up some stuff later this week. Got some exciting stuff coming down the pike, but 
I don't want to jinx anything. So I might be picking up some cool stuff this week, but I'll um, mm-hmm. I'll leave that going. Ben's got a fun one for us this week, though. Ben, where were you and what did you pick up? So we spent the week up in North Carolina. Um, my wife's uncle has a cabin up there, so we were kind of just hanging out. And it was an opportunity to go and explore some local liquor stores that uh, I don't usually go to and that had stuff that I don't really have access to either. So I was able to pick up me being the rye person that I am. I got an Elijah Craig rye. I got two Wild Turkey 101s ryes because we don't have those down in Florida yet. Um, But also some stuff that's harder to find in Florida that I wasn't able to usually grab was pretty available up there. So um, a Kenner McKenna 10-year bottle and bond. I've got two bottles of that because it was on the shelf. So might as well grab a couple while you're in the area. Um, I got a Wilderness Trail weeded bourbon. That was good. That has gotten a little more distributed down to our area now. So that's that was a good pickup. Um, and then the the two big ones that I got for the trip was one was a, an Elijah Craig Barrel Proof, which was just literally sitting on the shelf. And I like went back and forth with it for like a like three days and went back in three days later and it was still just sitting there. And I was like, oh, that's never going to happen in Florida. Um, and then I got a Blood Oath Pack 7 that when I walked to the store, there was me. You know, if you ever pull into a liquor store and there's another guy that's also going to go into the liquor store, you're trying to like racing him to the door. He beat me in and grabbed one of the Blood Oath Pack 7s. And luckily there was another one behind it. So I grabbed that one just because, you know, I had to. Um, so maybe we'll see some reviews coming up on that. Maybe we won't. We'll see. So pretty excited about those pickups. Successful trip to North Carolina, which Brendan just put in the chat is a state run liquor, uh, state. I did it again. Well, um, it's yeah, controlled, so, but it was controlled for me nicely. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so you so control. that means that the pricing is usually not going to be super jacked up, right? That's the pro of a state run. Right. So like when you walked in there and I was looking at those Elijah Craig barrel proofs, which are usually marked up above MSRP, that was like $70, you know, 75 bucks out the door. So MS- it was nice. MSRP-ish. Yeah. Close to it. Yeah. Close at least. Mm-hmm. So a successful week for all of us on pursuits and purchases. I saved $6. Ben got a whole bunch of allocated stuff that you can't get in Florida. And Brendan uh, is getting from some free stuff from, uh, not saying certain words on certain podcasts or all the podcasts, I guess. So, um, we'll see. what are we reviewing this week on Thursday, guys? This week, we are taking a look at Woodford Reserve, the OG, the original gangster, right? Woo! Straightforward, the Kentucky Derby special, Woodford Reserve. Because they pay the most money to uh because they pay the most money to not us though, just to someone yeah. else. But but if you'd yeah. like to, we would love we'll drink wood, I'll drink a mid julep every week for the rest of the year. If, if, oh, that, if that malt oh my god, it's my favorite whiskey. I will <laughs> Brendan and I well, not Brendan and I, Brendan will chug that malt on camera if uh if Woodford uh just Brendan. And I. Yeah, that's all right. Just Brendan. Yeah. Um all right. Again, follow us on social media. Give us a thumbs up here if you're watching on YouTube and you've made it through this hour-long episode. Um, Subscribe, share with a friend. We appreciate all of those things. If you could interact with us on social media, again, Ben's the most fun person on social media, even though he doesn't know how to work any of it. Uh, We have a great time on there. So thanks for hanging out. Thanks for putting up with us this week, and we will see you next week. 
Uh, see you on Thursday for our review before then. But it's been Bourbon on a Budget. Hey, guys, I think we have a guest next week for next week's episode. But we'll talk about that off air. Spoiler. Uh, oh, hello. Yeah, that's what they call a teaser in the biz. Um, that's what the kids I'll are calling these Okay. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. See ya. Cheers. Cheers.